0: i'm just saying man this 10 piece with how you start singing dog i just want to shout out america's best wings for this 10 piece lemon pepper special with the half and half sweet tea lemonade come on man norfolk shit episode five for the love what up it's your boy los we out here represent you know halloween's definitely coming up you know what i'm saying You know, candy, kids trick-or-treating, you know, all that good nature, drugs, you know, alcohol, you know, you know, I'm kidding, no drugs. You know, we want to keep it drug-free, especially for the kids that's out there listening. It's all about trick-or-treating and just wearing your costumes and looking beautiful out there, you know, Halloween shit. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it is official. Summer Madness 11 is concluded. We... Can close the door on that motherfucker, but let's get into the Summer Madness Eleven, man. Um, definitely a great card on paper. The turnabout, it was solid. It was a lot of, you know, what ifs and misses. Easy to block captain and chess absolutely had the battle of the night. Shout out to Easy to block captain and chess for that battle. That shit was damn near the battle of the year. If not the battle of the night of course um, Starting off with Summer Madness They had Arsenal versus Luke Castro With that battle That was definitely a 2-1 battle I gave that battle to Luke Castro Um, I felt like Luke Castro Was progressing As the battle was going on Um, His third was his best round So being that Going to the third round, it was a tie for me. I had them 1-1, and going into the third, me giving Lou the third ultimately gave him the battle. Now, the next battle on the list was easy to block captain versus Chess. Again, that was the battle of the night and as well the battle of the year as far as I'm concerned. That battle saved the card. Them niggas was going back and forth. They was talking that shit. It was definitely a 2-1 debatable. A strong debatable. I wouldn't even knock it if you was to say either one won the battle. Me personally, I said easy to block Captain One. I gave easy to nod. Um, just because his the shit that he was saying was more... Um, Like you felt his shit uh, more than chess shit. Not like chess was speaking some shit, and I felt like the crowd wasn't really registering chess bars as much as easy bars, but I felt like easy was just more like you felt his shit more, so you kind of gravitated more to easy. But yet alone, that battle was definitely the most incredible shit I ever watched in a while, and it definitely saved the card. So shout out to them. Now, the following battle and what i thought was the main event but it ended up being the third battle of the night was the john john versus sue surf now god damn man um we got a 30 man and it wasn't like uh a blowout 30 or he bodied son it was just more like a gentleman's 30 uh each round was just not fucking with surf had to deliver it uh surf was definitely a rare form and it was just nothing that john john was spitting that was fucking with surf's rounds like he had the rebuttals he just had the whole package that john john just couldn't fuck with and at the end of the day surf just told him it was levels to this shit and going into the battle um like I said in the last episode I definitely had John John winning uh in a 2-1 fashion if not a 3-0 because the fact that John John was waiting on this battle for a good 9 to 10 years and when he finally got that moment he did not come out in that pocket that we thought he was going to be in he was just kind of regular and it just wasn't enough for Surf, and not to say Surf was a regular, because Surf was wilding. So it was just like, oh shit! And it was just nothing. It was a body, man. And um, the following battle after that was definitely Hollow to Dawn versus K. Sean. Going into the battle, everybody was saying how Sean was supposed to catch a body. They were saying how he was actually supposed to three O Hollow, and how he had. Somewhat personal gripes Not necessarily personal gripes But just You know Sean looking at Hollow as a goof And uh, Apparently Hollow did some shit where He posted a picture with uh, Sean and his mom So that made Sean take it a little more personal But With all that shit being said During the battle I definitely gave the battle to Hollow It was definitely a 2-1 um, with Kayshawn, I don't think he was himself, his true self Like he was a shell of himself The most memorable part of his contribution of the battle Was when he revealed his haircut in the beginning of his first round And the crowd went wild But besides that, it wasn't really anything as far as bars or content That had me say, oh shit he's talk-. He was saying things in the, And he was another one that the crowd wasn't really Registering as well, but ultimately Hollow controlled the situation because you know he's definitely in that goat tier. They both actually are in that goat tier, but Hollow handled how he should have handled it, and I definitely gave Hollow two one on that one. After that, we definitely have the legacy battle, which is Murder Mook versus Reed Dollars. Now, first off, I want to say this: these niggas are legends these good brothers of legends they Smack dvd pioneers all of that shit culture icons battle rap kings all of that shit above with that being said this battle was trash this battle was terrible personally to uh to continue the the small recap i definitely had reed winning the battle 2-1 um a lot of people said he 30 mook i can see that I gave Mook the second round by a nod, but that's not even awesome, like, uh, just to not say it was a 30. I honestly just thought he edged him in the second round, but ultimately I thought Mook was just terrible. And Reed was, Reed was all right. I'm not going to see Reed was trash. It was just an overall battle that wasn't gravitating in the big crowd. I felt like that battle would have been better in a volume setting or in a small room. Where, like, you have to listen to what the fuck they saying. Rather, in the crowd, they more so are looking for a reaction and uh, big shit like that. So, I really felt like that battle was just... I understand the setup and the timing of it, but it should have been um, a different setting. Um, That, to me, was the weakest battle. Definitely gave that to uh, Reed Dollars. Shout out to Reed. And with that being said, that leads to the last official battle of the card slash main event which is between Geechee Gotti versus Calico now being that that battle ended up being the main event tells you how much star power Geechee Gotti has in his battle rap shit because as far as the promo leading up to the battle the main event was definitely Reed Dollars and Murder Mook. but as the event Uh, Stand on on Sunday We realized that the actual main event Was Geechee Gotti And Calico I Now this battle Was probably in my mind The closest battle for me I definitely gave the battle To Geechee off the first Watch Watching it live But again like I said this battle was so fucking close That I would absolutely need to watch it again Just so I can get a for sure answer to who i thought won that battle but if i had to say off the top in that moment i gave it to Geechee, i was feeling more Gechi's rounds than calico calico was talking shit um but it was that one line Geechee said where he was like uh he was saying how calico had six uh six bitches in the pool and then turned to come to find out it was all prepped That shit was crazy. (laughs) I was going wild. But yeah, G Geechee that guy. But um Yeah, man. But with that being said, that was all the the battles that happened in Summer Madness. Um to summarize it again, easy to block. And the chess battle was the battle of the night. Surf definitely had the body of the night. He definitely came out and shut all the haters up even myself because like i said i had john john definitely going in that night and handling his business he was finally blessed with the opponent that he wanted for several years so the fact that he got that opportunity i absolutely thought he was going to take advantage of that and he honestly didn't but it will be a humbling experience and a growing experience for him so I'm willing to see the future of John John. Not to say that his career is over and shit like that. It's just when you take that type of L after this big promo slash anticipated battle, then it's like I want to see the 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 come up after that. You know what I'm saying? But I say that to say shout out to Smack, shout out to Beasley, you know what I mean? And definitely shout out the Shark City Ave and Big K, the Norfolk brothers, the Norfolk Spitters. They definitely represent the battle rap culture. And just wanted to send a love At for the love But in other news They officially got The Pied Piper A.K.A. Mr. Robert Kelly Mr. Robert Kelly Has been officially found Guilty on nine counts Of sex trafficking Now I'm not gonna lie I knew he was doing some wild shit But, damn, I didn't know he was sex trafficking out this motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Like, they about to get this man bowling ball numbers. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know niggas that bowl, they bowl fucking 300. He about to get that. Now, like I said, I know Robert did some fucked up shit, and I'm not saying he's innocent, but I ain't think he was honestly sex trafficking. I'm not saying he didn't do it, but they apparently... Convicted him for sex trafficking which is heavy So once I saw the sex trafficking Charge that made me felt like oh yeah He's definitely getting the motherfucking Time Between Robert being guilty Willow and Jada talking About BBLs and shit You know what I'm saying Will Smith Talking about he wanted to have a situation With Halle Berry I don't see why He didn't commit to that because Any moment I can get Halle Berry I'm gonna get Halle Berry That's on everything um oh shit. New music alert, new music alert, new music alert, new music alert. <laughs> <laughs> Word, nah man, but music alert man. New music is out. Um as far as I'm concerned, the main drop is the Meek Mill album called Expense of Pain. Definitely check that out. Um I know Lil Wayne and Rich the Kid dropped some shit, and as far as the local talent goes, you will hear that later doing the sleepers shout out to the artists i will play coming soon now to keep it in the music and culture the nfl done went from beck to sobs in the house of motherfucking blues they have officially announced that the next super bowl halftime show will be one for the books they have listed Kendrick Lamar, Dr. Dre, Eminem, Snoop Dogg, and Mary J. Blige for the halftime show. Now, I'm not going to lie, that's a fire ass lineup. I'm definitely intrigued to see that. I'm definitely going to watch that because that's the culture. And I'm honestly intrigued as well to see how Dr. Dre is going to use this platform to not only play his classics because i'm sure we're gonna hear his classics like nothing but a g thing etc but what is he gonna do to present something for the future i guess because i'm assuming that's what he's doing this for because i can't think of any other reason for him to want to perform a halftime show besides playing his classic material he will probably want to introduce something for the next chapter um with that point, the fact that Kendrick is on the list gives me that type of feeling because Kendrick is on path of transitioning with his career as far as leaving t d e this being his last t d e album, so I'm sure he's gonna also use this platform to introduce and present the next chapter of Kendrick Lamar as far as who we know as the artist but Again, man, you know, Dr. Dre, Mary J. Blige. I mean, Mary J. Blige in the Super Bowl stage. Come on, man. We talking about Yonkers. We talking about the first two, excuse me, the first three albums. Because that Share My World album is also a classic. She had a three-peat. So to see that on the Super Bowl stage and then to see Dr. Dre, of course, Kendrick, and then Legends pretty much. And then they all represent the culture. Shout out to the NFL for that, man. They finally, fucking finally, since the Beyonce um performance with Bruno Mars was like the last time we saw somewhat black representation. And we definitely gonna get some popping shit with hip hop. But man, hold up, hold up, hold up. I gotta I gotta address these type niggas real quick. You know what I'm saying? These, these niggas ain't getting love for the love, but they about to get this. To all you racist-ass white motherfuckers saying y'all lost a supporter because the performances came out, I want to say one thing. Shut the fuck up and continue eating your green bean pies. You feel me? And guess what, too, beloved? The name on the back of your jersey, nine times out of ten, is a black man. God bless. But let's get into some other shit, yo. I want to start off by saying... Shout out to 50 Cent, man, because I saw some online and that shit had me crying. It shit said he was creating the Marvel Universe for drug dealers. I thought that was the funniest shit ever. But on some real shit, between, you know, the Power Series, the Raising Canyon, and now recently the BMF. And that BMF shit is hard. I definitely watched episode one and without really saying shit, it's just fire to see the BMF story, man. Especially why Big Meech is locked up. You know, um, but yeah, shout out to Fifty cause the shit that he's dropping, even for life, that's another show. But the shit that he's dropping is content, it's good shit, and at the end of the day, that's what you want when we watch the T V. what I'm saying, but talking about shows, um, it's this show on Netflix called Squid Game. Pretty sure everybody heard. I was able to start watching it and I caught episode one. With the red light green light And that shit is fucking insane dog Like what the fuck First and foremost you bring that shit in the hood It's gonna be real bodies That's that's a fact like you talking about Oh I'm dead if I step out the line Well guess what bye you dead <laughs> And another shout out I wanna give out is to the RZA man Shout out to the RZA yo That Wu-Tang series all American shit Is fire the last episode Was crazy I love how They or he visualized I guess the production side of things Like he was able to showcase and visualize the art of sampling and recording and production As far as making content and music on a TV show I never seen anything like that being visualized as far as making art Um I'm not going to spoil it, check it out It's the last episode Think it's either episode five or six of the Wu Tang shit, but that whole shit is dope, man. And shout out to the RZA for that. But yeah, man, definitely check out the Wu Tang shit and check out BMF on Stars. Check out all the other shit, you know what I'm saying? Check out uh, Squid Game on Netflix, even though that shit is wild. It's definitely entertaining and something you would definitely be weak of, you know what I'm saying? But all right, man, sleeper time. Let's get into these 757 sounds. I'm definitely in the R&B mood as well. And we're going to take this one up north, man. You know, uh, typically this is the 757 sounds, like I said. But we're going to take this one up north, up to the 804 area of the code, man, and see what they're talking about. But this one I got is a queen. And a black queen at that. Representing Petersburg, Virginia. Her name is Tyra B. If y'all remember this one, it's a classic. It's called Still in Love, and let's get it.
1: What I gotta do Everything I say, everything I do You seem to think that I can't tell the truth What I gotta do to prove to you I'm still in love Even though I try seem like you'll never be satisfied all you seem to care about is who what's when and why i'm doing this i'm doing that i just want to throw it back back to the day around my way in va when everything was cool and all i had to say was trust me babe
0: Still in love by Tower B. Shout out to Tower B. Everything you doing out there, want to give a shout out to that. And before we conclude the pod, I want to just acknowledge my sports teams because we got to keep your sports related on this pod as well. Shout out to the Ravens. You know, um, currently we are entering the month of October, so I officially have to rep my Yankees because. You know baseball season is 385 days of the year, and there's only 365 of them motherfuckers. So come October and postseason, that's when you see me repping the squad. Shout out to the Bronx Brahmers. And don't have an NBA team, but I'm absolutely waiting on the NBA season to pop off with all the new additions and all that shit. NFL's keeping me a little up, upkept but NBA season is what I'm really looking forward to. But 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 let's let's keep it on sports real quick cuz I got a I got a real real good question for y'all, man. I just want to get it off. I just want to know is it acceptable nowadays to not take accountability because you got motherfuckers like Ben Simmons who is making 200 million dollars from a franchise and can't take account to their fucking game and how they game impacts they fucking team but want to walk away and just put all the blame on the fucking franchise don't get me wrong the franchise does take some hit on the shit because if you bring your trade value down on one of your franchise players and then try to trade him and be surprised when you don't get anything back for that person because you brought that value down you fucked that up but in the same breath if you're ben simmons and you're 610 and you're and you play like doo-doo in the fucking playoffs yet you turn in the same breath and act like this franchise is supposed to give you the world when you play like shit that to me is some bullshit that's blasphemous for that reason alone he has to go you cheated on the team you cheated on yourself And as a man, you can't even look in the mirror and say, I have to get better. But you just pointing fingers and saying, oh, that's on the the franchise to make me better. No, the team did a lot of shit to accommodate you. They got rid of Jimmy Butler. Who gets rid of Jimmy Butler to accommodate Ben Simmons? Like, I say that to say, know what you want. Take accountability for your shit and grow up. (laughs) And, man, yo, this is something I've been trying to hold my fucking breath for the longest on, dog. But this vaccine shit is fucking annoying. Like, for, to real life witness and see this shit become a political war where it's between vac- vaccinated motherfuckers against the non-vaccinated is the most American shit I've ever seen in my life. One. Two, why can't it just be simple as just respecting motherfucking people's choice at the end of the day is as long as they're not weaponizing that shit to negatively impact the next man then that's their choice at the end of the day for it to become a political battle of the people who's vaccinated against motherfuckers that's not to me is insane and i say that to say stay healthy drink your water wear your mask distance yourself from motherfuckers because that's the thing pandemic or not why the fuck do you want to be that close to a motherfucker outside of family like even family uh included why the fuck do you want to be that close why am i going to 7-eleven to buy some fucking sugar wafers like i mentioned the early episode why are you two inches in front of me or behind behind me like why the fuck do you want to tailgate a human it's this is shit that that's the type of shit i'd be asking like what the fuck like it's already one thing you bumping a the bubble with cars but why are you fucking neck to neck with a person and we don't even know each other and now i gotta contemplate if i smack the shit out you if i'm going to catch covid mm, home of the brave right and on that note, I just want to give a shout-out to all the essential workers because everything about you guys, as far as what the country is telling us, is that you're not essential. But with that being said, shout-out to y'all. Keep doing what y'all are doing. And last but not least, shout-out to you. You know what I'm saying? Because ain't nothing better in this life than being yourself. You know what I'm saying? If anybody out here trying to tell you to be anything but yourself, Don't listen to that motherfucker For the love Episode 5 God bless